Welcome. Another episode of Blue Tail Bow Hunters. We out here. Where are we on now? What episode is this? Hell, I don't know. I even lost track. <laughs> Just been doing so many. Um, this is number nine. Man, this one, one more. Double digits. Yeah. That will go. Um, Blue Tail Bow Hunters, obviously. Devin Patterson here um, in the pig pen that is getting close the, the to being done. Pig pen. Um, I'm here with me, Tipo. Yeah. Um, missing old Clint. Yeah, yeah, last time it was you missing, this time Clint's missing. Yes. Um, it's really just kind of been a shit show for us as far as getting together with the remodel, you and I going back to work normal. Yes. Um, we are actually being back at work. <laughs> excuse this mic touch here. Hopefully it doesn't do much. Um, yeah, being back to work and we're on complete fucking opposite schedules. Um, yes. Hopefully that gets worked out here in the near future. But what we're going to have to start doing is just adapting. And I think we talked about it. Yeah. But, uh, we've got a couple of people in mind that we want to have on as guests. Might just go to them. Fuck it. Let's back up. <laughs> Might we'll as be well. the mobile podcasters. Might we'll as well. We'll have a mobile pig pen. But um, anyways, Jesus. so today on the menu, um, we're kind of going to do a little bit of what Clint and myself <laughs> and, and Baker did last time. Kind of talk about... Um, a little bit of our setups. Um, yeah, so you're gonna fill me in a little bit. I never even listened to that last one, honestly. Well, before we get there, let's let's do our thing. Um, my end of watch. Oh shit, you're doing the same one. I'll pick another one. I even told you. Yeah, but you kept scrolling, so I thought you were looking for another one. Go ahead. Why did I keep scrolling through? I don't know. All right, I'm doing patrolman Cassie Marie Johnson with the Charleston Police Department of West Virginia. And to watch Thursday, December 3rd, 2020. Uh, Officer Johnson was uh, in a gunfight with the subject over a parking complaint. Uh, she was struck several times, was able to return fire, wound the subject who was arrested later. But unfortunately, she succumbed to her wounds later on. I believe it was the previous day. Thank you for your service. Yeah, appreciate you. Rest in peace. Yes. Um, Let's see, I'll go Deputy Sheriff Ryan Phillip Hendricks. His end of watch was on Thursday, September 10th, 2020. Uh, he was shot and killed when he responded to a vehicle tampering and shooting call in the area of Bethia Drive and Piney Ridge Drive in Mountain Home. I don't know where that's at. Uh, North Carolina. He, let's see, responded to the 911 call. Him and others arrived on scene, confronted the subject who was wanted on a warrant for parole violation. Uh, the man initially complied with commands, but then grabbed the handgun, um, assuming his handgun, and opened fire, striking Deputy Hendricks. Uh, other officers or other deputies returned fire and killed the subject. Deputy Hendricks was transported to local hospital where it was determined he could not survive. Uh, he was declared medically deceased, so his organs could be donated. Um, he, W.D. Hendricks was a U.S. Marine Corps veteran. He had served with the Henderson County Sheriff's Office for eight years. Most recently, he was a patrol shift detective and member of the SWAT team, survived by his two children and fiance. Eight years uh, with the badge, military veteran. So, um, rest in peace, Ryan. Yes, thank you. Both of your lives mattered. So, 
All right. So um, on the last one, we kind of picked apart. Obviously, we're not having a whole lot of success. And that's another thing we yes. want to talk about. <laughs> because well, the last time you were here, it had already happened. but And we barely touched the tip on it. But we, were, we weren't talking really hunting. We had Vandy in here. So yeah. we'll get into that because we've had a couple of people say, how the how the fuck do you put two arrows into an animal? <laughs> Are we really going to get in that one? I feel like we have to. God damn it. Um, but before that, so we talked about um, the change in the style of hunting that we've kind of really adopted the last year or two. I mean, we started, I know I started dabbling in it last year, um, but really went full head uh, at first into it this year. And then Clint's gotten into it more. I think you've kind of always been a little bit mobile. Yeah. With your portable stands. Yeah, but you've portable, been more yeah. of a climber up until this year, probably. I don't know. Yeah, it's hit or miss. Depends on the spot. Right. I mean, so, I've, I've thrown up some portables in certain spots <laughs> and left them, but some hang-ons. Um, so we talked about that, you know, our setups and the, the changes that I've kind of made here in mine and him and, and everything like that. Um, so we can kind of touch on, I know that, like I said, you're pretty similar on that. So we can kind of break down a little bit more because I know you've changed a lot as far as uh, your bow and your arrow and talk about maybe why what you could have done different i guess in in the buck you did shoot and <laughs> the arrow set up and shit like that so yeah, that learning lesson for sure go ahead go ahead and talk about the story so the swamp dog i mean you you almost called your shot almost big asterisk i almost got clit he was scared he was, he where, was, where did the swamp donkey thing come from did you just make that up no that, that wasn't me at all okay that was uh cole Oh, okay. He started calling him a donkey, and it it just stuck. Okay. And, and you know how it is. You yeah, just, I know. It just starts. I just, I just and, never knew, and you're nowhere which, near which the swamp. He, which he even called me out on one day. So <laughs> you even put that on social media. I'm like, I. It's just fun to say. That's hilarious. I say things it like is, it. It is funny. It's, it's funny as hell. But uh, <laughs> yeah, well, Clint, he wasn't being too friendly when I was like, I just smoked a big one, you know, and. Was swore this sucker was down the way he was running, but Clint was like, "It's not doesn't count to you, you find to get the picture." And I'm like, "God, it's true. You're such a dick." How about good job, man? Yeah, way to get in I there. I was freaking pumped. I was about to jump out of my tree. Yes, I was. Yes. So so anyway, so you you get into the honey hole. So my original honey hole, which you had finally seen. I need to quit messing with shit. Yeah. Um. I wasn't seeing nothing, so I moved over to another area on the other side of the hill that I've never been to and just did some scouting to try and get more successful. And I found a spot down there in that bottom that you'd seen. And I can't remember if that was like a Wednesday or Thursday. I want to say it was a Wednesday. I hunted it on a Thursday. And then that next morning, I had hunted that just to scout it, kind of like a, a sit and watch kind right. of thing. And seeing, I, I can't even remember, it was 12, 13 bucks. Fuck a yeah. bunch of young bucks. I remember telling you this this big old buck was up on that hill, and all you heard was a crash. And you look up, and all you see are these antlers. <laughs> I, I even told you, man, the first thing I whispered, I was like, that's a moose. Yeah. I'm grabbing my bow, like, please come down here on this trail. But I'm he must have just accidentally crashed through some brush chasing a doe, and he went right back up into that thicket. I'd seen a bunch of those deer run through this thicket. So I'm like, you know what? Next day, I'm going to I'm gonna sneak up in onto that thicket. Yeah, yeah you're, you're getting aggressive mm-hmm. this time. Which I had never done before. I'd never gotten super aggressive. Right. Never been quite that mobile. Right. Because usually, you know, a lot of times with the climber, there's certain trees 
you couldn't have got up into this area with, no. with a climber or none of that stuff. Your profile is just a lot bigger and yes, just more difficult. So I did basically, I would, I would call another sit and watch. I thought I was getting on them when I, I was just getting closer to watching. Yeah. And seeing all them bucks running through this thicket. And it's like, I've got to get in. Now, is this closer. the time whenever I went with you? Was whenever you started that, kind of making yes, your way? Yes, that was when I first started making my way yeah. into that the thicket bedding area, whatever you'd like to call it. And seeing a bunch of these bucks and some nice, couple nice ones that were definite shooters. A lot of young bucks as well. But, and that's when I started moving in closer, when I was like, I, I got a tree. I got down, found one. Like, this is when I'm going to get into good one. That's when I even made the bet with Clint. I was like, I felt that confident. Oh, you were confident, so super confident. I had seen so a couple of these <laughs> nice bucks in there. I know I'm going to get a shot as close as I'm going to be. Right. I know it. As long as you don't blow and, them out, but yeah. And I knew it. Yeah. I had the perfect win that day coming out of the one thicket. So mentally, you were fucking prepared. I was prepared as shit. <laughs> I, you can't be any more prepared other than maybe going out and doing a little more shooting. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> But I was on top of it. I don't know like, why it's a difference, though, because you tell me it's the same shooting a target as it is shooting a deer in the woods. I mean, I, I felt the same when I drew back. When I drew back, we'll get there. We'll get there, whatever. But so I get in there that morning. I can't remember what, I I can't remember what day it was now at this point. I tried to forget. But I'm so on top of them. I have to be standing up and ready to shoot. So literally, I'm standing up. I got a release knocked. I, I got everything on, ready to roll. And I'm just standing there staring at the thicket, waiting for something to come out. I want to say about 8.30 in the morning, this doe is cruising the thicket. And I just see antlers behind the damn thing. It's the moose. It is the moose that had <laughs> crashed down the hill a couple days prior. It was that buck, the one I was had dreams about. Uh-huh. And all I seen is like, that is the one I want. Please come this way. And this stupid doe finally turns and comes my way. So I'm like, holy shit, this is going to happen. And he, of course, follows her. And I had found this big old swamp donkey, swamp donkey. rub on a tree. And he hit that rub. And it's like, that's, that's him. He's the one that's been doing that. Yeah. And he starts coming my way. And he got maybe 10 12 yards and i've already come to full draw this time and when i came to full draw I'd, my cam had hit a limb that was up above me oh yeah so i was like oh shit I, I don't know i can't see the doe at this point so i'm like i don't know if she staring right at you staring at me as close as she is because i'm on top of him right and uh he's quartering away probably 10 12 yards i've been shaking the whole time but I drew back and I quit shaking. Everything yeah. kind of calmed down. Right. And I put the my twenty right on him, which was my my mistake, I think. Yeah. I put the twenty right on him there. I, I forgot my offset, and I I think I just shot a little high, but I had a good pass through. Yeah. It, it felt like a good shot. He ended up running, did a one eighty on me. Ended up in front of me. Mm-hmm which was ended up being probably 35-ish maybe yards. And I thought it was 30-ish. Right. So I, I instantly knocked another one. Absolutely. Why wouldn't you? And on a buck that size, I'm like, two arrows in this sucker. Why not? Yeah. You know, I felt like I had a good shot first one. Yeah. 
So why not try and put another one in? We can kill them more ethically and quicker Even than quicker, yeah. get it done. So I send another arrow. As soon as I shot it, I heard a, a quick smack. I don't know if it hit something or what, but I found part of the arrow and I believe I had another pastor. So yeah, you didn't you don't have night lighted knocks. No. No. Um, which has now changed. Yes, yes. That's and and I changed that because the same same situation where I shot a deer and I had no fucking idea where I hit it. Um, mm-hmm. Ended up killing that one. That was that little fawn a couple of years ago. But I hated the fact that I couldn't couldn't really yeah, tell where I shot. You don't it. really know where you, especially you hit. whenever you're talking about 35 yards in, in the timber. Yeah, it's, it's so hard to guess. It's like, did I hit it? Did I not hit it? Right. So but he bolted out and started running through some thick shit and man the way he was leaning forward heavy on the one side looked like he was ready to crash any second and he got up over that hill and like he's gotta be down yeah even as you were texting me you were pretty confident he everything about that deer screamed he was down you're saying he's the he's way like he, he, wobbling and shit. he was wobbling struggling to even run through stuff Dude. it looked like he was ready to fall any second so of course i was pumped and like hell yeah and the rest is history. Yeah, find stupid. Well, thing. I'm fucking. I'm I'm in my tree stand, just like ready to jump out and run to the truck or run to my car, I guess, and uh, get over <laughs> to you. Because I was like, he fucking made it happen. <laughs> he called it out. <laughs> yeah, it made it happen. So man, we get there, and you're like, I got the first half of my second arrow, and you found your first arrow. So yeah, you get this first half of the second arrow that tells me two passers. Yeah, and so. We can't find the the second half, second arrow. We take the blood trail, and it's decent. It's not great, but he's going uphill. Uh, gets on top of the hill and beds down, and that's where he, we he find had the to arrow. Bedded down, what? Pulled that arrow ten seconds. Oh yeah. Well, maybe I don't know. We it, definitely it didn't keep him up. No, so. I don't know what kicked him up. Uh, he probably just wasn't hurt enough. I, I don't know. I don't either. Or just adrenaline. But he he laid down on top of that hill that you you saw him disappear into or whatever over yeah and i'm assuming he pulled the arrow out or he did something because yeah. we found found it. the second half of the arrow so now we've got four holes yeah and he's <laughs> dumping blood for about 10 feet and then it goes to nothing <laughs> nothing and it was and you know the it we waited what two it was about three, three, hours, three hours before we even actually got back to my tree right after we had got everything I said on the shore. Yeah. My dad took, took the while. boat yeah. to get, and then he grabbed you. And I wasn't in a rush anyway. I wanted him to lay. Absolutely. We thought three hours would be plenty of time with four holes. But, and but the, the sucker decent. never laid. Yeah. He laid down that once. He pulled that arrow out, and then he took off. Because the blood that we were finding, um, it was already dried up. <laughs> so, I don't know. It's hard to explain how thick this stuff is. Oh I mean, we were hands and knees crawling through stuff it is so i think we tracked for a total of about four and a half hours yeah right at four four and a half um and yeah i mean hands and knees a lot of it and then we lost it forever and i just started walking main trails and i i get to this ridge and i see where something looks like it just fucking bulldozed down the ridge i follow it and i hop a little creek and I saw where he brushed up against some, yeah, some vegetation, and we started again there, and then never found anything. So, um, we put a lot of time into that, man. And so I saw some shit on Facebook and, um, on some hunting page, and somebody had shared a picture of a dead deer and said, "Hey, I found this in 
a very generalized generalized location. Yeah, if anybody yeah. can tell me who or if this was your buck and you can tell me exactly where I would have found it or yeah. a, a better area, then uh, uh, message me or whatever. And then you had a bunch of people comment a like ton people. a ton. And then you got people fucking talking shit. They're like, yeah, man, look at all the people that have lost deer acting like they put no effort into this. Right. But th- just talking shit about <clears throat> why don't we have better shot placement? And I get it. Like, yeah, like you probably could have made some things happen, but and I fully wish I had it. Yeah. This whole thing is giving me the worst things. I, every time I think oh, about God. this bug, the bug I spent probably 15 years of my hunting career trying to get on top of <laughs> And that happens. And you and, shoot it twice. And then somebody wants to act like, oh, you should have. Well, no shit, I should have had a better shot. But yeah. I wish I had. But I also think people forget how fucking hard it is to kill these things. Oh, yeah. This sucker is four holes in him. You put four holes in me, I'm done. Yeah, you shoot me once, I'm going to be <laughs> super pissed. And I don't think I'm going to be still out there running around. Dude, it, it just it goes to show how much they just they try to live. Like that fucker did not stop running. I swear I hit probably hit the top of the one lung, maybe. And there were some bubbles, know. man. And that could have been it just falling down and gathering air. I get it. Yeah. But um it like good blood from what I from what I know about blood, but but I mean, like we had talked about the setup. Well, let's get back to that because yeah, so, your, your post anyway, the the finding the deer. People want to say, Well, get a dogs and right. I called three people looking for a dog. And they were all fucking bucked. No, no, four people. Sorry. Yeah. Four people. And they were all well, one was down south for a trip, but he's not official completely, but still it would have been something. Yeah. But three actual guys, they were all busy tra- out tracking deer yes. actively. Yeah. And These they said, are hard to kill. we can't make it to you, man. We're, we've been doing tracks nonstop. The ruts are busy season. People call us. We're, Absolutely. They are exhausted. This dude sounded completely exhausted. Yeah. He's like, I'm too old for this shit. I, bet, I, I can't. Man, I apologize. I'm not sure. But if you ain't found him by now, they're tough SOBs. We yeah. see it all the time. Yeah. And I'm like, well, <laughs> this is Buck. I've been trying 15 years <laughs> to get, and I'm trying to get it. And then you got all these some of these people on Facebook acting like people don't put in effort. Right. Someone may not put in an effort, but maybe not. Some did because I even went back the next Fuck. day and I hiked. Yeah. My but ass no, off. you fucking went back that night. Yeah. After you dropped me off, so yeah. we went for four mm-hmm. four and a half hours. I left. Your dad yeah. left, or dad went hunting. Yeah. Right? And then you go back and, and hike went some back. more. I night. didn't get. I shot that buck at eight thirty in the morning. I didn't get home till seven at night, and I was back out there <laughs> at eight in the morning the next day. I hiked over 10 miles through this shit Dude. and it's not easy walking. Fuck it's no, not, man. it's not even walking. It's crawling. Yeah, and it's you're crawling, bent yeah. over. Yeah. It, it's miserable. So you put in the work, but it's just, uh, it's like yeah. people are people. That's why I fucking hate Facebook mainly, but social mm-hmm. media, there's people just want to talk shit. Like these deer are really hard to kill. Like they just, yeah. they're literally, all they do is try to survive their entire life. Like that's all they do is try to survive. Yeah. I so, mean, it sucks when you put in, you change your strategies. It works out. You've changed. I changed my entire bow setup. I went to, I got a new bow finally. I went from a 09 model to a 19 Hoyt Helix. Shooting faster at the same, same draw weight. Right. I'm still shooting my 62 pounds, but it's shooting, I think it was 20, 25 feet a second quicker. Right. Changed arrows, went heavier arrows. I'm, I think I was about. 475, 480 grains or, and all that. So, I mean, I've got a heavier arrow. 
thinking back, I could have just I should have blew through his shoulder. That's literally what so we and Clint were talking about that just whenever whenever we were talking about what to really talk about on this podcast Mm -hmm. is I agree. Um and again you'll have people on both sides and people want to talk shit about a quartering two shot at the shoulder. But the the setup that you have and that that we have now, um all three of us really yeah you can blow yours, well yours is the lightest arrow i think at like 470 which yeah it's still a pretty heavy arrow much heavier and than you, i've ever been you have a smaller head but it's cut on contact and it's a, um, it's a single bevel yeah. kudu so the single bevel is literally made to break through bone yeah and i know people have like these expandables with bone crushing tips like that's all bullshit yeah. Like it's stupid. Which I've always shot the rage. So you're right. always and I did never too. hit never hit shoulder because that rage isn't gonna make it. Fuck no. You might you so, might hit a hard part of the rib and not make it through. So I'm thinking I still got that mentality in my head. Sure. Don't hit that damn shoulder. Yeah. Which I think screwed me up. Oh, for sure. And you have Buck of the Lifetime, the Mailers, it's hard to not take that quarter and two shot. For sure. And I had to set the bullet through that shoulder and I, I regret not doing yeah. it. Yeah, I mean we never know, but um it's Again, it's it's we're learning everything we're learning, but I think it would have been interesting to see what that arrow would have done had you hit that shoulder square on and let that broadhead really do what it's designed to do. I think you would have been laying, you know, forty you get, yards, even if it stops stops a lot of that, which it will. But even if you get six inches of penetration there, and you're you, in the you, heart, you hit that hard, hit both of them lungs, the vessels, or yeah, it doesn't matter. It's yeah. it still be a dead. You, you'd probably watch it die. I mean, and who cares if you get the complete pass? Right. I still think it's. Very likely it would have. I'd probably, honestly. As close as that is, as quick as a bow shooting and as heavy as the arrow is, yeah. I don't see that. I mean, even then, it went straight through like yeah. butter both times. A lot of I what mean, is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I think on the second one, we talked about this. I, I really thought about it because I'm like, you got to pass through. I'm like, you, your arrow went all the way through him, but the back half broke. I'm like, it had to have, there had to be a tree behind him. To stop your arrow. It there, it's not like a bone. It, uh, if a bone would have stopped your yeah. arrow, it would have stopped the first half, not yeah. the second half. It was super weird. Yeah. So I think there was a tree, and whenever it stuck in the tree as it went through him, and then whenever he took our front end, he pulled it out of the tree and then snapped yeah. it. Which kind of sounds like the, the smack I heard right. as soon as I shot. It was pretty loud. Thumb, yeah. So I think that's there, and I would assume it was maybe a little yeah. back, maybe low, yeah. but stomach shot. But regardless, I mean, you put fucking four holes in a deer, and you didn't, you didn't find it. It, and it was... It's depressing. Literally a, a giant one. It it still bugs me to this day thinking about him. Well, and I, I know uh, Jordan Boldick smacked a fucking monster, beautiful deer. Um, so congrats to him. But I know you commented and said that, it, yes. that deer you shot was somewhat. The size it it of looked that. like it had the same genetics. Yeah. It looked like a goddamn twin. <laughs> this thing I was for had a, a foot long brown tines, and it was <laughs> brow brow. Yeah, I'm sorry, but either way, it. <sighs> it still pisses me yeah. off beyond belief. I, I commented on it and said, "Yeah, sure, whatever, whatever." And then yeah. I had to wear a goddamn Matthews you know, hat. Yeah, yeah, the beautiful hat. Not to rub, you know, salt and wound. It's of actually course. a female's hat, by the way, but not that that matters. It's Matthews hat. So yeah, I mean, so that kind of it brings me to um, arrows setups because we, we talked about, you know, you had that that single bevel. Mm-hmm. So I was. So something I want to throw out to the listeners is that like, yeah, we don't really know how to kill deer. <laughs> we're not very good at hunting. <laughs> we're still learning. But when it comes to gear, like we're cops and so Yeah, gear hordes. Or we know everything about gear. We fucking research the shit out of it. So like I'm not gonna tell somebody how to go kill a kill a deer, but 
I could tell you what kind of gear is going to work out for you. So um, we just kind of go overboard with gear. So <laughs> the first year I hunted, um, I was shooting a two-blade expandable broadhead. It was a Rage. It had Same. The, the, Everybody was shooting those. The chisel tip. Yeah. Like bone crusher. Like Still whatever. Got so I got a couple. So, and I had them on, oh gosh, like Blue Streak 350s or something. Um which is a decent arrow, but it was light. I love that arrow. I still got a couple of yeah. them. I, yeah, I, I, still, shooting, I yeah. still shoot on my Alpha Max yeah. with those. Yeah, because I think I sold. Did I give you some? Or some? I don't know. Do. I thought I was, I was going to. Which but they're whatever. obsolete now. But. Yeah, so, but a lighter arrow. I mean, I don't even know because I didn't get all into that shit, but I yeah. would say I was around maybe, I don't know, 300, 350 grains with 100 grain broadhead. So 350 oh, total, yeah. maybe. Just super light. Um. So I was shooting a, a Matthews Creed my first year, and long story short, I shot a fawn. So a very young, immature, small deer. Yes. At I think she was between sixteen and eighteen yards. So I've got a uh, a very nice bow, a decent arrow with a two blade expandable broadhead, and she was completely broadside. And I shot her and. Um, my arrow, I watched the, I watched the blades open. I could watch, the, I watched them open when it hit her Yeah, and it was like my arrow stopped and I got a pass through, but it was like, it like went through and the back end like stayed up. And then whenever she moved, it just laid down. So it didn't zip through her yeah. by any means and it killed her. It did its job. But that's right? a setup a lot of guys have. Absolutely. And that yeah. was a fucking year, uh, less yeah. Yeah, year old though, or whatever. Uh, you're gonna have to. So a very small deer. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm shooting and I was at 70 pounds. Um, I'm like, I should be blowing through deer. Yes. Like I and like I said, it did its job. It killed her. Mm-hmm. She went like 30 yards and there was blood everywhere. Cool. Yeah. But turn that into a mature buck mm-hmm. and you get you get harder bones, you get ligaments, you get fucking everything the mentality that thing has is just oh yeah survive so i mean i have that same arrow <laughs> set up and i shoot a big buck i'm like it's gonna bounce off this fucker and he's gonna yeah. run away and look back and laugh at me yeah. so i'm like I, i'm changing right away so why risk sure losing that buck like yeah. you know i did because it sucks yeah i didn't want to be that it absolutely sucks <laughs> i mean having the confidence and and knowing that you could and remembering that you could is is nice. Right. I just remembered I if that I could have, you know. <laughs> it, it was, you know, first week of that nice setup. I yeah. mean, a lot of us get stuck into those simple setups. To sure. Where, well, and that's the thing. Like, every, and then everybody's so fucking caught up on speed. Like, mm-hmm. IBO speed, like 300s, blah, blah, blah. Almost so, like kinetic. Like, it... <sighs> And there's there's a whole study on this shit, and I'm not even going to say it right, but like the ranch fair, if anybody watches him, he's yeah. big on it, but it's the Ashby, um, basically experiment or whatever. This Ashby dude just went crazy with arrows. And, um, you know, so say I have a lighter arrow and I'm shooting out of my, my bow, I'm shooting 300, let's just say 310 feet per second. And then I get a heavier arrow and I shoot 200 and let's say 280. Like mm-hmm. big, big speed difference. Oh, yeah. But not like not one that I can tell by shooting because yeah. I've done it. 
I'm like, I can't, I can't tell that my arrow is any slower. No, no. Um, I can tell that it's better for my bow because my bow is quieter and I, and it'll probably happen, but I've never had a deer jump my arrow or my string or whatever. Well, so, even when you're shooting 20, 30 yards, bow hunting a lot of time, yeah, it's not like 30 yards is a hell of a shot for me to even, very long, you know, shot. Like I'm not comfortable hardly taking a 30. No, I still do it, but I'm not comfortable doing it, which is yeah. something I got to work on. But, um, yeah, so most of your, your, good ethical shots are sub 25. Mm -hmm. So your speed difference between the two different arrow setups is not that significant, but the kinetic energy or the power or whatever, that fucking punch is very significant. Oh yeah. So there's there's a hell of a different thump between the two arrow setups. So I was thinking about the other day, it's like, um, you know, if I were to tell you, you're going to get punched for sure, by Floyd Mayweather with a jab. Yeah. Or um, Mike Tyson with a, a fucking Floyd right all day all long. Day long. Floyd all day long. I bet day. you it's faster. Oh, and, yeah. and I'll tell you, you have the opportunity to duck it or get away from it. I wouldn't see it coming anyway. The chances of getting away from Floyd's is like zero. It's yeah. fucking fast. But my kids, he a guy. Mike's is a little bit slower. <laughs> you might have a chance to move a little bit more. But when it connects, it's going to knock you the fuck out. You're going to be dead. Yeah. Your, your jaw, like your yeah. whole face is going to be broken. Whereas Floyd Mayweather, it's still going to hurt. Yeah. It's not going to feel good. Yeah. But it's, it's nothing It's not compared. the same level. So why wouldn't you want to go with Mike Tyson? <laughs> <laughs> That's my arrow setup comparison. Yeah. So. Even the Oz of dodging Mike Tyson hurt. Oh, my gosh. Unless not the, not the most recent boxing match, but the, uh, the prime time. No. Have you, did you watch it? <laughs> It was different. It, dude, the dude still got some crazy hands. He, he still I, got it. I would it's still just, to this day. Not back then. Still to this day, I'd rather get hit by Floyd Mayweather than Mike Tyson. Oh, yeah. All day long. Oh, yeah. So. That's not going to ever change. Fuck no. So, anyways, back to my arrow. So, I had the Floyd Mayweather where I was fast, but I didn't have a fucking, mm-hmm. it wasn't very strong. So, um, I went to Bowmanum and kind of talked about that with, with the owner there. And, and he's like. That poppy. No, it not was Mike. Mike before he moved or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So that motherfucker could talk to you for four hours about arrows. He's never been in there when I've been in there. Really? Yeah. Dude, he's awesome. He's like, I got you. So he gets me set up with these gold tip um kinetic pierce platinums. Mm-hmm. He shows me these uh Holy Trinity Bishop broadheads. It's like a three blade, but it's one yeah, single yeah. piece of metal. It's like S7 tool steel. He's like, it's lifetime guarantee. So if you if you find a way to break this, they'll replace it. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. And then they should the price the tag price. was a little crazy, <laughs> right? But then he's and that's what he said. He's like, but it's the last, it's the last one you're ever gonna need if yeah. you take care of them. I've lost two out of three <laughs> stupid stories, but I still have one. <laughs> but um I I killed one deer with it and it smoked through her i mean just blasted through her it looked there was a tree behind her and it looked like a shotgun like yeah shot the blood mm-hmm. all over that tree there's actually still blood stained on that tree whenever i go look at it <laughs> and that was well over a year ago and then i shot a coyote in between the eyes so yes. it went through the front of a dog's skull and out the back and the only thing that stopped my arrow was my fletchings. Yeah. So that told me my penetration was just fantastic. Like if I can go through the front and the back of a dog's skull, which is pretty fucking hard. Yeah. I'm going to make it through a shoulder. Oh yeah. So, and, and Clint's big buck, he, sh- he killed, he has the exact same arrow setup that I yes. have. Yeah. And he actually, I don't, he, he went through a really weird spot in like, I guess you would call it the armpit where I think he caught a little bit of um, bone 
and there's like super strong ligaments and shit in there. So he actually same arrow setup. He only got about eight inches of penetration, which is a lot of still, but um, yeah. going through all that shit right through the heart. So yeah. had he had the arrow setup he had prior, he wouldn't have killed that deer. No, he had had the the rape set, the blue streaks like I had had, and it sounds like you yeah. had. Yeah, you you wouldn't have got that. He deer. would, yeah, because he well, and he was shooting. Uh, oh, the white tail. I remember what the hell he was shooting. Grim Reapers, I think. Oh, really? So a nice head. Yeah. Um, and he's killed deer with them. I mean, that's the thing you can kill deer with all these, but um, he makes that same shot with the Reapers. I don't think he kills that deer. So, um, and this year I've changed it up a little bit. And actually today I just got something new. Which is (laughs) pretty slick. I think think we're overkill, but. The weight, yeah. But. Why is it a bad thing to be overkill? I'd rather be overkill than underkill, right? The only thing that, like we talked about, is concerning is your FOC. That's about, good. You have, it's more about the arrow flight for me. That's going to be the bad. I part. agree, but are you going to have so much weight on the front that arrow is going to fly right? That's what I'm saying. Might yeah, fly yeah. through that. So that's what I'm going to have to tweak. Because I mean, you got Bishop Archery making a 600 grain broadhead. Yeah, 600 grains just in the head. Yes. And they're they're getting it to where they can fly right. So I, I just wonder how much time is going to go into them setting that, getting that set up to fly right, you know? Uh, and I'm I know. And I'm not, I don't think I'm going to spend the time, at least now. I mean, we're almost at the end of the season. My goal yeah. right now is just kind of more experiment. Yeah. My, my visions of killing a large, mature buck whitetail are, are still there, <laughs> but I'm not worried about it. I'm not holding out. I'm not passing does anymore. Yeah. It's going to turn into kind of a dope palooza where if I see something, I'm going to shoot it. Yeah. So but it this is, year, yeah. um, this year I decided to change my broadhead. I still have the old Bishop archery one. Mm-hmm. Um, still love it, but I, I wanted to kind of experiment more because well, yeah, try a new stuff. we're gearheads and that's yeah. what we do. So yeah. um, I went with the, the iron will wide 150s and which are super nice oh fucking love them they're they're i gorgeous. wish i could get them sharper i wish i was better at sharpening what three packs what 100 bucks 90 bucks it was a little over 100 to my door um, which not bad for a really nice that, set of three and lifetime warranty yeah so and they're they're fantastic um shot my doe early season with that she went 30 yards um and it was a poor shot on my part but i hit an artery and it, like I said, she didn't go anywhere, but yeah. it zipped through. It went through her, and then it it went about eight inches into the ground. Yeah. So when you have when you have blood on the fletchings and dirt on the the head, you're yes. looking pretty good. So I know I've got good penetration. So I've been looking at these crossbreed, these true blue crossbreed, basically additions. Yeah, I'm so, I'm pretty excited. Those are pretty sharp, dude. It's nuts. Um, if, if you're you, listening to this and you haven't checked them out, check them out. Why don't you explain kind of how they are? Cause I mean, I don't think so. I think someone, when you say what you're talking about, they're thinking it's a broadhead. So, and it, they say they're broadheads. It's, it's, it's not, it's basically an arrow think. extension with blades. It's like, yeah, it's an add on. Yes. You keep your, your broadhead, you're shooting. Right. And you're adding this sure. onto the arrow. So here, let me grab the box real quick. So basically well, what he's got is. Right. He's got his arrow. He's got his outsert. Then you screw this into the outsert, and then you screw the broadhead into this. So he's added what another hundred grains to the front of this arrow, yeah. along with how much more added cutting. So, I mean, that thing is looks like a rage. So yeah, it's a it's a custom fit mechanical. It's um, hundred grains, and it adds two inches of cut. 
So a rage, basically on top of your iron. Basically wheel. a rage, <laughs> but built better. Um, as far as like being able to withstand damage, I think. And then your tip, instead of having those chisel tips or whatever, I use still my iron will. So I still have my badass, um, good metal cutting broadhead for penetration on the front. I have another uh, 100 grains for higher FOC and then they hit the blades. So, so you got six blades on this sucker now. I have six blades on it. That is. So even if they don't, even if, even even if the mechanical system fails Mm -hmm. and they don't open, I still have it. The same arrow I had. Yeah, which is still you, fucking And then great. you're just adding all that extra cutting. Right. That's, so, yeah, that's absurd. Like you said, the big thing is going to be getting my arrow to fly correctly you, with another 100 grains yeah, on the front. That's what I'm curious about. I, 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 I struggled when I had that huge uh, broadhead on front of one of my victory arrows. I had, I was at like 550, 570 weight, struggling to get to fly. So I'm curious. Because well, what should, was your. Matthews, so that might. Be a difference it might make it worse. <laughs> so, so what? What was your total weight before you added that? Um, I was over. I was in. I don't remember, but I was around five. So you're well over six. Yeah, I'm over six now. Jesus Christ! You can go elk hunting. It, honestly, if I went elk hunting, I would take the crossbreeds off. So because I just want penetration on something like that. <laughs> well, the weight you're in that ballpark, right? I mean, so and with elk, you got bigger targets and stuff like that, but. Um, I know I can sacrifice with white tails. I can sacrifice a little bit of yes. kinetic energy. I guess it's you would been say. the watcher hunt, right? This is overkill for white tails, one hundred percent. But again, yeah. why would we not? Why not go overkill if you can? Well, that's I want to kill that animal yeah. as fast as as possible. That reminds me, I, when I went to Bowman, I liked that shop a lot. I mean, I like Addis Archery over in Dietrich a lot. That's that's my favorite, just for. Jason over there knows how to set bows up. I just, I just love him. I, I don't think I'd let anybody touch my bow right now, even though I like Poppy. But Poppy's good. Poppy, you get mine. But when I was there talking to him about Minum, he was like, I was still looking into different arrow setups at that time last year. This is fucking crazy. And they're like, you know, we went down south to do some hog hunting, and we were just shooting the the basic setups like we'd talking, like your blue streak and rage and stuff. And they went hog hunting. Yeah. And they were just poking the front of these hogs, and it wasn't doing shit. They weren't. Their skin's tougher than shit. Yeah, they weren't getting these pass-throughs, and they weren't. They're like, holy cow, we need to change these setups. (laughs) So really, you you have to look at that stuff. I mean, yeah, you can throw on that basic stuff they sell at Real King Walmart, and it has some success every once in a while. Yeah, you can still get it done. It just... It's not top of the line. So I know myself enough to know that I'm not going to, I'm not uh, a marksman archer, if you will. I'm not going to be able to hit a deer's heart every time. I'm probably going to fuck up my shot at some, uh, somehow. I'm just, I just managed to do that. <laughs> yeah. Especially when you're staring at big old antlers. Absolutely. It, it, it's tough, which is, you know, while I was talking, I remember like a lot for work the SWAT team and stuff like that. When you start getting closer, you got to remember your offsets and your training. When you get so close, you got to remember to adjust where you're aiming to right. hit those certain points. Sure. And it just, I think it needs to need to come down to practice next year. I'm just going to get, throw a, throw a ladder stand out and set some targets. We'll get some guys together. We'll just shoot and, and, and ingrain that offset into, into it. And what you're talking about and, is and, from being in an ele- elevated position. Elevated position, 
get get more comfortable. That's that's one thing I wish because I can go out, I can shoot those three hundred point, you know, yep. indoor league things, right. and I can use my hunting bow. I can shoot that, you know, sixty arrow thing, and I can score, you know, two eighty five, two ninety, which right. is pretty yeah. darn good. Yeah. When you got you know competition shooting, it's right beside me shooting two ninety four, right. you know. Yeah. And I'm just getting up there, and I'm no time at all. Yeah, I can shoot five it. arrows before they've shot two, right. and I'm still in the middle. It, it's just it's different when you're taking the angles. So you fucking agree with me, finally? I, no, dude, get at no. that's the thing about you. You just can't admit when I'm. I, I right. got I got the antlers got into me about that's, about the portable tree stands. No, that, I'm right about that. Everybody that's chimed in, all two people. I'm just talking getting comfortable. Getting comfortable with the offset. And shot selection. I I, I wonder if I just I'd, can't admit when I'm right, Tyler. <laughs> hear that all the time. Oh God! Admit when you're wrong. Yes. So yes. And, uh, so yes. I'm glad you said that because I've thought about that. So my shot on my doe. I don't know if I've talked about it on here because I just talked about hunting to everybody. So I shot her high and I shot her back. She was 16 yards from my tree ish, maybe 14. Yeah. Um, and I didn't stop her. So she was moving slowly, but she was still moving. And I aimed with my 20. I'm elevated. I'm, I'm and I'm pretty like I was in a high tree stand. Mm-hmm. This was one that was already set. It wasn't my mobile. Um, I was up higher. So it, I, I aimed that the arrow did exactly what it should have done it, yeah. it right where it should have. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck. So I start thinking that offset and yeah. you know, you're, Something I do is I, when I think back, I have sat down for all but one shot I've ever had in the woods. I sit down when I shoot. I, I can't sit down. Dude, for me, it's I a can't. stability thing. And it's I'm because terrible. I haven't practiced standing I'm terrible. in a, a, a stand and shooting. And I need to do yeah. more. I should. I shot my bow a fuckload this off season, yeah. but I never climbed up in a tree. Yeah. And so it's different because That's when you're standing, you're, you're bent, you're, everything's different. You're not yeah. standing straight up. Just your feet are set where they need to be. You're trying to slow stuff down so that oh, you yeah. don't hear you. You know, everything's fucking twisted. You're like trying to bend around the lint. Like it's just always fucked up. Yeah, there's always something weird about it. It's yeah. It, which is, I'm gonna put a little reminder on my bow that just says offset. Yeah. Just so when I get in that moment and I get that buck fever going, I can still read that. To remind me, like aim a little lower. <laughs> hey, don't forget your offset. Yeah, if that fucker's at twelve yards, because even at work, when we're doing certain scenarios, we'll holler at each other. You know, hey, offset. Right. You know, it's just reminding because when you get in certain moments, there's some maybe minor things you forget. And oh, for sure. It just you know, and that one buck I keep talking about just because it just drives me absolutely. Well, it's fresh and it, it, there's a lot of learning to to, to be had. And I learned a lot. And I wish you know at this point that I hadn't found him. I wish I had never even taken the shot. I would I would rather have let that thing walk, or maybe waited 20 seconds and he would have turned broadside. I doubt it, but dude. You just never. Know. I doubt it. Yeah. As thick that is right there, and as few shooting lanes as I had, I I doubt it. Yeah. But I'd rather him still be there and me knowing that sure. than than have. Uh, I happened. think anybody would. Uh, you know, so the shot selection, remembering that's tough. It is. So it's, it's absurd. It's learning and it's so, and that's kind of why I like, I, I'm going to try out these, these true blue crossbreed things is if I do fuck up a little bit, I have a little bit extra. I, I still have my penetration that I need. So if I hit yeah. bone, I'll still punch through it. Um, 
And if I, I fuck up and shoot too far back or whatever, I'd have that extra cut yeah. to where I can clip some stuff. You know, it it's just overkill. But for I, me, yeah, why not? I just I just pray that you know one person even hears <laughs> the mistakes I made and makes the adjustment and gets their buck of the lifetime. Oh yeah, that that would make it worth it for sure. Just to know that somebody kind of heeded the warning instead of going through that feeling you know yeah well and and this is to everybody that's listening i mean if that's you or if you've experienced something similar or you're shooting what we call twizzlers where you have a light arrow <laughs> instead of the dull there yeah and uh, the ranch ferry pointed the twizzlers and the adult arrows if you're shooting a twizzler and you've had a a similar thing happen where you hit a bone or whatever um and you want to change it up man get a hold of us because again we're gear junkies so we all shoot different heads. Actually, Clint just bought the Annihilator XLs. Yes, yes. Those are fucking wicked. Yes. He just showed them to me the other morning. What's the price tag on those? They're not bad. Um, I forget, like 60, maybe 60, okay. 70 bucks. That's about where my cooties were. I yeah. think I was about 50, 55 in my door. And I don't I don't know for sure um, if those are like lifetime warranty. I doubt not. that. Price. But I remember um, up at Bowmentum, I had the original ones. Uh, not the XLs, but when they first came out, and he does a shitload of broad tests, broad tests, testing, uh, broadhead testing. Jesus, yeah. um, and he shot, he shoots through a barrel a lot. Yeah. So he yeah. shot actually the Bishop Archery ones that Clint and I were shooting, mm-hmm. and then he shot the um, Annihilators, and the Annihilators are significantly smaller. Yes, but the way they're designed is it pushes all the energy out way more. Mm-hmm. Almost like ballistic style, kind of. Yeah. And it fucking created a, a hole bigger than the ones that oh, we were yeah. shooting. So it was not so the, the XLs, dude. I and Clint said the same thing. He said if he gets a shot at a dodo at this point, it's just it's kind of testing out equipment yeah. and yeah. seeing what these broadheads do. I think it's gonna freaking leave a massive hole yeah. compared to the size of the broadhead, even. So which that's I like that one guy you guys kind of put me on that uh less archery outdoors or something yeah that dude has a crazy amount of youtube videos where he just tests broadheads and even like the kudus i got there was there's two models that i like sure um there's one they got now with the new bleeder valves versus just the straight single bevel and the one with the bleeder valves is their single bevel they just put notches in it and put bleeders and that's what you got but yeah but the difference between the two the one with the the bleeder valves is going to make a bigger hole right and cut more but the penetration is in the ballistic jelly was you know four or five inches less sure so you, you have to look at what you're trying to do absolutely you know which is kind of neat how different these things act even though they're so close to the yeah. same you yeah. know and he's awesome um, mm-hmm. and actually his he did one on these crossbreeds um, he's got a ton and i was surprised at i was surprised with him so i, I was I was like, oh, I got to try them out then, you know, because yeah. they, they worked really well. Um, and he even said that he thought he kind of rolled his eyes when he heard the idea. Um, I think I remember when I first got back into hunting that there was an arrow that so, somebody made an arrow that had basically this built into the arrow. Really? And I don't remember what it was, but um, I remember somebody threw out their name on Facebook and I, I looked it up and I'm like, man, that would be cool to try. But I didn't want to pay. I mean, it was a ridiculous amount of money for yeah. that. I didn't know that it was going to work. So you can actually, it's nice that they brought, or they created this crossbreed 
Yeah, okay. I think they're out of Australia. So yeah, I'd like to see those. I'm so, pretty sure. Yeah, they're freaking. And that's the thing, you know, a lot of these um, Ranch Ferry and, and the Ashby stuff, a lot of their um, <laughs> research is done on like African safari animals, yeah. which have the toughest fucking skin. Yeah. I mean, you got to have tough skin to live in the desert. So, yeah, if you can do that, a whitetail should be. <laughs> that's what, and that's kind of what I was getting at is, you know, we can, we can kind of get away from a little bit of the penetration and kind of going through bone and kind of go a little bit more towards the the bigger blades, which is exactly why I went with the iron wheel wides yeah. opposed to the normal iron wheels. Yeah. The normal ones, I know I would get better penetration. Yeah. I'm shooting a deer and they're not that big yeah. um, compared to some animals that other people are taking with the normal size iron wheels, you know, elk and, and those bigger, mm-hmm. big, really big game. So they're they're having a lot of success so i was like i can i can sacrifice a little bit of that size and penetration with the deer so um well yeah. why don't we talk about our recent purchases that we both oh, yeah. said i don't think yeah. we which is i know good. i said i would never dabble into for sure <laughs> i literally said it on the last podcast because we were talking about stands and shit and i'm like lone wolf custom gear has some awesome shit but I'm not spending that money. I don't know. Uh, I, I think I said that or I've said it. And I know I'm sure so, shit said it. You can't tell me $500 a stand, $100 a stick. Oh, my God. And here I just bought two sticks. So, and <laughs> so yeah, I blame mean, the, it more, on Clint. the more we've, we've blame it on Clint. hiked in and shit, we're like, man, mm-hmm. Lone Wolf Custom Gear stuff looks fucking awesome. The way I was sold when Clint brought that. I'm still not a big fan of the .5. It's too small for my big ass. I love it. I I gotta get in tree with it before I, I knock it too much. There's just not much room to move sure. at all. And he said that he sat in it. Did he? It, he said it, it's you're, just so you're, itty. Your legs are bent pretty big. Yeah. They're pretty bad on I don't think down. that's gonna be nice for me, but the packing system and the weight is crazy. Ungodly. Those sticks, the way they pack on there with them J hooks, mm-hmm. I fell in love. I'm not oh, gonna buy sweet. I'm not gonna spend five hundred dollars on a stand, but I'm gonna rock those sticks well, on my yeah. you know, lone yeah. wolf stuff and <laughs> Or an XOP if I end up getting one of those, yeah. but it'd pack the same. I got some for sale. I know. So you would <clears throat> whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Clint, Clint brought in a 0.5 Lone Wolf Custom Gear Dequisto Series 0.5. Trial and error. <clears throat> and his, it's one of his buddies, and he let him borrow it. So he brought it into into work the other day, and I'm like, all right, I'm sold. So these, yeah, these things are like $500 retail. Yeah. So I've been on Facebook quite a bit. I know I always talk about marketplace and stuff like that. Well, I saw one on marketplace for $425, which you don't see. No, even used because, and that's the thing because the used ones are going more five fifty, yeah, five seventy five because the new ones are sold out all the time. You can't get them. <clears throat> even then, by the time you so get, spend yeah. you know five hundred, and then. Pay shipping and tax. You're well, still and then you got to wait four or five weeks for them to build it. Yeah. And then ship it out. So these guys are getting whatever they ask. Uh, it's like Tacticam reveal cameras. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't find them anywhere. So whenever no. they do come out, people They're buy gone. them and then they sell them for more. So I missed that deal. I fucking missed out on the 425. Yeah. I just wasn't on my phone enough, I guess. <laughs> it's hard to believe. Oh, God. <laughs> so I missed it by like 38 minutes. So exactly. The other day minutes. it was. <laughs> So the other day, um, I was on, it was, it was in the morning meeting at work and I saw one come up and it was four four fifty, and I'm like, I got to do it. So, and, and I can't, yeah. I can't not do it because even if I don't like it, I know I can get 
fucking five. I can oh, get, yeah. I can get a hundred dollars more. Yeah. No so, problem. I don't know why the guy even put four fifty on. No it. idea. I'm sure he regretted it. <laughs> Whatever. So it shipped out. It should be here Monday. That, so. How long did it take for it to sell? Twenty two minutes. Um, it was. He posted it, and the first guy commented on it in one minute. See. And then I was the third person and I'm like, fuck, there's no way. How long there's was no that? Um, mine was like 20 minutes, so, uh, which is a little ridiculous. Close, like, yeah. So um, I just messaged him right away. I said, Hey, I got the money ready to send to you. Um, so just let me know. So he skipped number two guy. <laughs> I don't know if he did. He might have because number two guy probably didn't message him, but I, so that's why I made sure he's like, Oh, you're next. I'm just waiting here from the last guy or the, the previous guy and so i'm fucking waiting finally he's like all right you're up sender <laughs> two i mean less than two minutes later the dude is getting, getting his money so <clears throat> so i'm excited um because i said i never would do it but i get the idea is that i'm never i shouldn't as long as i like it i shouldn't have to buy another tree stand ever as long as it doesn't break you'd be hard pressed to find something nicer or sure. more comparable to get rid of it now the only thing is like you talked about it might be a little too small for you it might be for me too. I don't know. And yeah, so I make the use, 1.0, which is a little bit bigger. <laughs> oh yeah. But I'll, I'll deal with it because that's just who I am. But I, the 1.0 is nice, but it's actually an inch bigger than lone wolf assault. Right. And, and the weight difference, I don't think it's going to be enough to spend extra 300. I don't think $350. So. That's, I agree. That's, that's where I'm stuck. And I think know? the metal that they're using is from what I've heard is, is, is not as good as, what the lone wolves are. <clears throat> so I, I don't see myself spending that on those, but those sticks and the sticks way they pack, nice. yeah. it is just the slickest thing I've, I've seen. So that's where I'm, I'm kind of struggled. Um, yeah. Because those sticks are nice, but I like my XOP minis and they already have the brackets. Yes. The thing I love about the brackets is I don't have to take the tree stand off my back when I get to the tree to climb it. Yes. Whereas with the J hooks and the way, like the way Clint, yeah. Clint brought it in, once he got to his tree, he had to take it all off, pull his sticks off, throw a stand back on, and then yeah. start climbing. And I'm, and then you gotta, you gotta strap the sticks to you somehow mm. as you're climbing. You have a chance for them to start swinging and hitting metal, metal, like which is possibly yes, very likely. Sure. So those <laughs> those sticks, although it's kind of a pain in the ass whenever you're going through thick stuff, yeah. them being on the side of your stand. Once I get to my tree. I set my first stick. I reach back, second my set my second one. Reach back, set my third. Yeah. I guess. See, I never take yeah. the stand off my back until I set it. See, we're we're just different <coughs> setups and experiences, Eric. For sure, because I don't have. I bought the XOP minis. I just did on Black Friday for like I think I got four for like one hundred fifteen bucks. Yeah. and I love those sticks, <clears throat> but they just they're not going to pack. And I don't have the XOP stand, and I don't have those well carrying in things like you got. I think they'll they'll work. <coughs> But when you come from using like the podcast, <laughs> but the lone wolf like stick quiver, right? If you use that, it's nice carrying. But once you get to that tree and everything, it is paying the ass trying to put these in there, strap them down onto the sand. It's oh, annoying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I absolutely hate it. Yeah. So when these lone wolf ones or the custom gear come out, they got the nice J hook, so they get on there. Dude, you should have thought about this. All right. I'm selling my stand that already has the XOP mini brackets. I know. That's why I asked you, hey, are you selling one of the stands? So you could, and I said yes, but you had already bought the sticks, the Lone Wolf Custom Gear sticks, hadn't you? Yeah, I, I still like playing with stuff. I know. I'm just saying, 
You already had brackets on a tree stand that you already wanted that would fit sticks you already had. But you, but you said those stands <laughs> are spoken for. No, I said it might be. Might be. That's, that's not. <laughs> but hey, it makes more sense come to, grab it. to you with the brackets on there since you yeah. already have those sticks. Well, I might be stealing the stand to give it a shot. Just try it out. But, that's fine. Um, I like playing with stuff anyway. That way I can say, hey, I tried this and this. Oh, for but, sure. And that's what it's, you know. I mean. We may not have deer, but yeah. we got we got the we're gear. Trying. <laughs> we're trying. We've had some success. Yeah. I've gotten in on them. I got mm-hmm. a shot on a buck of a lifetime, yeah. but, you know, I never had before. So I'm doing something right. Yeah. And we'll I, talk about that one in season ends, kind um, of the, the idea of success. But I've I played my setups a lot this year, and I've, I've changed different styles, and I'm starting to get it, you know. It's you talk about carrying the sticks up. <clears throat> I've now got some, you know, hooks I'm keeping on this side of me now. Or I'm going to attach some rope and stuff and just – stick those sticks on my hip and just go up instead of sure normally sometimes i'll carry one up throw it on there walk climb down yeah fuck that or i tie some ropes to them and i'll pull them up to me after i attach the strings or the rope to me and climb up which thing clanging annoying yeah. you know, ropes all over the place that's not the it's way not to very go. natural sound Mm-mm. so yeah um so the other the only other thing i see myself changing this year is going to that am steel the daisy chain mm-hmm. so that's <clears throat> going to the rope mods is going to be a must getting rid of the buckles i think is huge because it and it, i have like stealth tape around all my buckles still um it's just but it's still, still there it is those buckles are annoying and they're huge and they're hard to pack yeah so just throw some that damn <clears throat> steel in your pack grab it and go yeah actually no noise uh, at brian dude i've been talking about getting in on here mm-hmm. um he hit me up because he listened to the last one. Hers talking yeah, about it, and so yeah. he, he's got he's got a guy that um, will make us some gets a pretty good deal on him. So yeah, I'd like to get him in here, and we got yeah. quite a few guys who would like to get in here, and just a matter of time. And that's yeah, we're trying. I mean, we try to get somebody or a couple guys in here um, for this episode, but just scheduling sucks. Yeah, because their schedule conflicts with all three of our conflicting schedules <laughs> so, hopefully come april or march we get some kind of yeah we'll gotta have it hopefully. oh my gosh i'm not even gonna get started on i'm gonna pull my pull my strings mm-hmm. see what i can do for us we got some business around so <laughs> i'm gonna leave that silent yeah so all right we'll wrap it up here yeah. um that's kind of really as far as our setups uh, Arrows, I think we've covered about everything. Arrows, tree stands. We haven't really talked about clothing, but maybe we will later. It's just going to all change. <clears throat> preferences, what you yeah. like. It, it still goes same for work. I still play with shit all the time. Yeah. Switching stuff up. So, so the, the, what we love being able to share is our experiences and, and why we're, we're changing things that we're changing and what's, you know, what happens because of that change. Like that's the stuff that we can provide um, information yeah. that we do, we do know because we experienced it. So it's not, maybe not right for you. It's, I don't know, maybe not. Um, but if you're listening to this and you have any questions about any of that stuff, don't fucking hesitate to reach out. That's what we're doing this for is, is yeah. to create a community and um, somewhere where we can do that and bounce ideas off each other. And it's away from your main Facebook pages where, if you ask, if you make a post on there of what broadhead should I shoot, you've got four billion different fucking comments, and people are just yeah, just stupid shit. I hate looking at Facebook. So, um, yeah, don't don't hesitate to reach out. We we're not going to tell you how to find and kill a big buck. 
because we're not doing that yet, but we can tell you the gear to get it done, maybe. So <laughs> we ain't got that picture of one this year, but no, we've sure shit been trying and we've been getting in. So I don't know the exact date that season ends. Do you know? January 14th. January 15th, 14th. So it's December 10th right now. We got just over a month and it's really slowing down. Um, I know the last seven hunts I've had, I've seen, um, I don't know, like six different dogs, a couple people and not coyotes, just regular dogs, um, people. And I've seen one deer at about 400 yards. <laughs> it's been rough. So things are slowing down for, uh, yeah. it's just, it's, it's, it's a fucking grind right now and it sucks, but December um, stuff. If we get it done, it'll be worth it. If not, it's another learning experience. Um, you know, as far as um, strategy, I'm trying to hit food because mm -hmm. they're telling me, but yeah, I don't think, I just don't think it's cold enough yet. So some of the mornings are pretty chilly, yeah, but right now we're sixties right now. Yeah. Was, I could have wore my, my yeah. early October gear yes. last night. Well, so. it would have been November gear at this point. Right. <laughs> yeah. Early October was cold. So anyways, we're grinding it out. We got a month and a half. It's, it's turning into fucking dope palooza. If I, if basically anything walks in front of me and it doesn't have a smaller rack, it's going to get shot at. I can't promise it'll die or that I'll even hit it, but it's getting shot at. Yes. <laughs> I don't care what the hell it is at this point. I want to try these crossbreeds really bad. So I'm going to work and, and try to get those tuned up. Um, if they don't work, they don't work. And it is what it is. But yep. maybe you can try them because your your arrow is a little bit lighter. I'd know, like to try them. I'd yeah. like to give it a shot and see how they work. They're pretty neat. So we're going to keep grinding. Keep following us. Um, if you're not following us yet, we're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. Uh, Tyler's running the Facebook and it's just a shit show. We've had like four different pages. Yeah. Uh, Instagram is taken care of because yours truly is taking care of that. Uh, I usually post quite a bit of stories. Uh, even just yesterday, me and Clint went on the boat on Lake Shelbyville and got into a spot where I thought we'd be away from, you know, humans or dogs. And there's two black labs running around the whole woods. So that's just frustrating. But regardless, um, I, I try to post on that almost every day, um, especially if we're in the woods. So follow us on that stuff. Keep up. Eventually, we're, we're getting close to having a, a logo that we really feel comfortable with putting on um a lot of our merchandise so i don't know that we're right we're we're, we we're not where we want to be we're not we're not in love with it but we're close yeah we're getting frustrated um, <laughs> so stand by for that it's coming uh, and that'll all be on the on the social media stuff so um keep rolling with us if if you have any anything you want us to talk about reach out say hey what about this um you know talk about whatever if you yeah. have any suggestions yeah. or questions, don't don't hesitate to reach out. Um, that's what we want. We want people to give us feedback and and talk to us. And if you want to hear about something, we want to talk about it if we know. So yeah. and that can be hunting related, that can be police related, that can be um, you know, wrestling related. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Even if we don't know, I'd game to you got some kind of gear trout like these things. Oh yeah. These crossbreeds or something cool like that, I'll happily spend whatever and give it a shot. Or if you have answers to some of the shit that we're talking about. Let's get you in. Or even if these, somebody says, hey, those things are pieces of <laughs> yeah, shit. Let I us probably should have reached we'll out send before, them back so. before we even use one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to cut something open with yes, those. So. Of course. All right. We're uh, uh, episode nine done. Next one's going to be double digits. Um, yes. Hopefully coming to you soon. So, Blue Tail Bow Hunters are out.